When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Is this the best fight song? Yes. The best school fight song? Yes. Notre Dame's is pretty good. This is cold. This is ice cold. Tweeted us at Unsports ESPN. <laughs> Best school fight song. Yeah, Michigan slaps. Yeah, this it's is good. Pretty, it's it's pretty excellent. Good. I'm not doubting right. that. It pains good. me to say that as a Wisconsin grad. Illinois is very good, too. Best school fight song. Best unis. Yes. Best unis? Oh, best unis. Best unis. The helmet, man. Oregon? The helmet. Oregon's no, got no, 43,000 no. uniforms. Yeah, yeah, one of them yeah, has but, to be but, good. But they're doing too much, though. You don't I think Notre Dame's like is better? Come on, no, the gold helmets no. at Notre Dame? No, Those are I, sick. I, the helmet at Michigan is ice cold. I, mm. I love the helmet. I love the helmet. Best you need to you know, football. your helmet is behind me here. <laughs> That's a pretty good helmet, your too. Virginia helmet. That's a pretty good helmet, too. But, I mean, Virginia is, one of, is it's one of my schools. But the other right. one is Michigan. Yeah. So, uh, motion W for Wisconsin. Just saying, just throwing that out there on Wisconsin. So, uh, yeah, we're going to throw that out there. This is unsportsmanlike. Not in the conversation no, for it having just a was. great helmet. It just was. It was yeah, in the that, conversation. That not, w. Not, not, not in the conversation <laughs> you, for having Illinois, a Illinois, you're going to really do that? Hey, I didn't say anything about my school. <laughs> this is Unsportsmanlike <laughs> with Evan Candy and Michelle coming to you live <laughs> above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17 here in New York City. Yes, Michigan wins the national championship last night. And um, before we really dive into that, something happened during the course of the broadcast. J.J. McCarthy um, obviously is a tremendous player for Michigan. Wasn't unbelievable last night. Neither quarterback really was. I don't know that Michael Penix Jr. really helped his draft status last night. No. <laughs> That's for sure. No. But there was a story told about J.J. McCarthy where he, he does what, Smalls, exactly? Okay, so I said during the break that I can't wait for the J.J. McCarthy biohacking podcast because... Starring Aaron Rodgers. No, totally different. Dear God. Anytime that that Michigan plays, you hear about some of these things that he does to maximize his performance, whether it's physically or mentally. He's very into the mental health side of things. He meditates before the games. You see him in the end zone. He does the grounding with his shoes off. And one of the nuggets that was in the broadcast last night is that he does this thing where he's right-handed. He brushes his teeth with his left hand because it stimulates different nerves in your brain, and he visualizes things that he wants to happen. So he's manifesting in a way. No doubt. So before the Rose Bowl game versus Alabama in the college football playoff, he was visualizing himself with a rose in his mouth, and he's brushing his teeth with his left hand to stimulate those brain cells. And Mm -hmm. he did the same thing leading into the national championship game. And he's got all of these interesting little behavioral habits that he's into. I love reading about biohacking. It's one of my favorite things to do. So I would absolutely download a J.J. McCarthy biohacking podcast because it's work for our guy. Yeah, so I saw that same bit before the game, and I decided that I was going to try oh, you did? brushing my teeth <laughs> left-handed. Hard as hell, Smalls. Really? Hard as hell. I mean, if you're a righty and you're used to brushing your teeth with your right hand, if you try to brush your teeth with your left hand, you you, you might damn near chip a tooth. Like, that's how hard it is. Like, it is impossible to brush your teeth with the other hand. We need, we need toothbrushing videos sent to us at Unsports ESPN it is, on it, social. It is, it is impossible. Brush it your is teeth impossible. today with the 
opposite hand and send it in to us. Let's see how I, difficult I, it is. I couldn't even think about what I wanted to manifest just because, just because it was so hard. Like It wasn't like I was like, <laughs> oh, I want to put that. together a Marconi-worthy show. There was no way I could do that because I was so dialed in on trying not to hurt myself while brushing my teeth left-handed. How wow. long did it take you to do uh, it? It took me a good five minutes. <laughs> It took me a good five minutes. And then I, at the end, I had to switch over because I didn't feel like I got them clean, and I had to brush it with the right. So we Do you sh- feel like your alpha brainwaves increased? No. I, I, so I, felt, I felt dumber, actually, because I was so bad at it. Like you that was the thing. We should, do? we should pick our white whale guest that we want to have on the show, and all of us, when we're brushing our teeth with the opposite hand, we should visualize us interviewing that person. So I'm going to sit and there. And we're going to manifest MJ, it. MJ, yeah, Michael like, Jordan. We'll do yeah. it, and we'll see if it comes true. Well, I mean, all I'll you got to do Stephen is a. put a word into Stephen A. I mean, you oh, saw we him. Will, we you saw that. you saw him in the box. Oh yeah, last oh, night. Yeah. Derek Jeter, Travis Scott. I mean, they were in the house, weren't they? A-list. My goodness. You guys I didn't know see he had me. that I, kind of juice. I, I was there. You but, got uh, juice. You guys didn't see me. Yeah. A lot of juice. He does. He's brushing his seat lefty, I guess, before that last night. Probably not. Speaking of lefty, uh, Michael Penix Jr., oh, not great last night. 34-13, Michigan wins a national championship. Of course, Jim Harbaugh, 40-3 in his last three years, did everything this year. 15-0, ran the ball like crazy last night, looked like that old-school Big Ten, NFC East-style, cold-weather type team that obviously did not play in the cold weather last night, but you get the overall point but one of the things we said going in was could Michael Penix Jr. do enough as a stud quarterback to potentially beat Michigan and the answer was a resounding no he really I hate to say this because I like this guy and it was he was awesome in the semifinal game against Texas but he was not particularly good last night now he's banged up he played through injuries but I don't know that he's going to jump into the top five of the NFL draft after last night's performance. No, it wasn't great. And I think Michigan's pressure had a lot to do with that. He was pressured on 18 of his 52 dropbacks, and the pressure was equal, right? You had nine pressures from the interior of that offensive line, nine pressures off the edge. I thought Jesse Minner, the defensive coordinator, called a masterful game in terms of being able to switch it up, change the different looks, change the different coverages. And you could see that the pressure forced Michael Penix to be off just to beat. And, yeah. and we're so used to this offense being able to have production down the field in the passing game. Last night, Michael Penix, 3 of 16 on throws, 10 yards or more downfield. Mm-hmm. 2 of 11 of throws, 15 yards or more downfield. That's not what we're used to seeing from Washington. They're known for those big explosive plays. Only one play of 20 yards or more last night. One. They've had at least three in every single game they've played in all year. So credit where credit is due. Michigan had not faced an offense and a quarterback as prolific as Michael Penix Jr. all season long, but they were up for the task last night. Absolutely, and when we were analyzing this game yesterday, we were talking about potentially it being a Washington blowout because of that offense, yes. because of that deep ball that he's so amazing at, and we've seen it all season. Um, and I had this inclination that if it was going to be a blowout, it would be Washington because I thought with that passing attack that they would be able to get out to an early lead, and Michigan is not used to chasing teams this season, so I thought it might be a difficult hole for them to climb out of, but it couldn't have been further from what we saw last night. And all the credit in the world to Michigan's defense because they were able to identify how to beat him, stifle him, and it clearly impacted what we saw last night. There was almost another big play. Down 20-13 to in the second half, there was a big play that was called back because of holding, which completely changed the momentum there in that game where you thought maybe Washington had a shot. But overall, we're looking at Michigan now, and they finally win a national championship. And I say finally because... It has felt like forever, right? Like, most national championships are wanted. This felt like it was one that was needed. Like, they had to win this last night. 
because of all the smoke around Harbaugh going to the NFL, because of all the alleged violations that have gone on, because of the suspensions there, they beat Ohio State all these years in a row. Alabama wants a championship every year. Georgia wants a championship every year. They have money in the bank. If like No Alabama fan is going to scream, well, we lost in the semifinals. That's it. Everything has to change. Michigan needed one last night, and I think there was a big difference between Washington wanted it, Michigan needed it, and they got it last night. Well, Harb said this is the best team he's had since he's been in Michigan, right? So, I mean, ultimately you would think that having consecutive years in the college football playoff, this would be the year that they would break through. And it was interesting listening to J.J. McCarthy in the postgame, and he knew that this team would be in this position to be able to win it last year after the disappointing loss to TCU in the semifinals. Let's take a listen to what CC's talking about with J.J. McCarthy. We came a long way, but in order to accomplish things like this, you got to go to those, you know, dark places where everything's not great. And, you know, just the response, you know, the urgency right after that last game last year, it was different. I knew it, you know, just from being on the podium last year and saying that we'll be back. I knew the guys that were coming back and I just I had this feeling that it was going to be where we are right now and you know just all credit goes to you know the players on this team everybody in that facility coach Harbaugh like that man he's the reason we're here today so just all thanks to him and to everybody on the team and one of the things we haven't talked about is the experience of the quarterback and the coach in these games right this this is the first rodeo for Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix Jr., right? The head coach-quarterback combination for Washington being on this stage. Now, they were great against Texas, but when you're going up against a team that had been there in the two years prior, you're at a deficit because they understand what the moment is going to feel like more so than you do. They're more prepared for it, and I thought that that buried itself out last night. Yeah, and they have so many senior players on this team. There's a lot of veteran leadership on Michigan, and you're right. They do have that DNA. They understand what the process is like, and that plays a lot into it. But I want to go back to what you said about Michigan needing this. Mm -hmm. They're one of those – legacy programs in college football that had been good but hadn't broken through in a while so they definitely needed it but this year more than ever you don't have your head coach have these suspensions and sit out and all this noise around you for you to lose in the national championship game. <laughs> good point <laughs> think about all of the drama leading up to this and all of the pressure that they felt maybe internally they didn't because it galvanized them michigan versus everybody jj mccarthy saying bet i mean harbaugh did an exceptional job keeping these guys focused amidst all of this. But can you imagine if that's the storyline the entire season about your program and then you get to the national championship game and you lose? It's such an interesting thing because I just think about the news of the day outside of the national championship yesterday, right? And a lot of it applies to what we're talking about. You don't stick with Draymond. And not make the playoffs. <laughs> like, it's a you, great point. You it has don't to be stick. worth it. John Moran, unfortunately, is done for the season. You don't invest and in, in reinvest in John Morant after the suspension, now the injury for next year, and then not have any success out of it. If you're going to go through the trials and tribulations, there's got to be a reason that you think you're going to go through those trials and tribulations for the payoff. If Michigan lost last night, leadership in Michigan is going to sit back and say, wait a minute, we're going to be put on probation at some point, maybe. We're going to have scholarships reduced at some point, maybe, right? This guy's going to be coaching the Chargers, and we're going to be left with a program that's not going to be attractive for a guy like Kalen DeBoer, who maybe we should go get. What just happened here? But if you could put a trophy up yep, and then deal it. with that, it's all worth it. Then the juice is worth the squeeze. Yes, exactly right. So I think that going through these hurdles, there has to be a payoff out of it. And last night, they got it. Because your head coach is spending for six games and not winning a championship and losing to Washington. Now, by the way, you talk about veteran leadership. Washington had... Nine guys that are 60 or seniors. 
the look of that program is going to be a lot different moving forward. I know that, that currently they're a national program, maybe not on a daily basis a national program, but if I'm Michigan, as much as I like Sharon Moore, the, the assistant coach, if Harbaugh leaves, I'm calling the guy who I beat last night. That's the guy yeah. that I'm going to try to get yeah. to be my head coach. And you know that guy understands how to work the portal, and he understands how to recruit. And he's coached in the Midwest. There you go. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Jeff Saturday will join us coming up. We will talk to him about the national championship game last night, as well as all things going on in the NFL. We'll have to get his take on the best fight song, right? Is he going to say North Carolina? Of no, he of course he's not. Oh, he knows we will find out coming up. It's on Sportsman Like, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We have to open it up. Jeff Saturday is here, ESPN NFL analyst. All right, is that the best fight song? Does no. Michi- okay, oh. No. Come on, man. Tar Heel fight Don't song. you do it. Don't you, <laughs> you do it, know it is. Don't you do it, John. You know, you you know it's not, you know it's not true. I've never you heard it. You that heel to your dad, baby. You oh, know that's the best one. We need to hear you. Know you that's the best one. Can you sing it, Hummel? No, no, I can't sing it. Jeff, I know you have a sneaky good singing voice, though. I mean, I might, but I'm not keeping. I'm not putting it out there on the air. No That's not for public consumption. Yeah, yeah. That's home only. Was last night Tar... Was last night, excuse me, Harbaugh's last game at Michigan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's about to go. He's about to go make uh, do something similar in an NFL franchise. Like you, you just see, he did. He came. He did what he was supposed to do at Michigan. He got them back to the prominence they were. What is he? Forty and three in the last three years. Yep. Uh, you know, winning last night and the style they won. The old style football, right? Physical dominance up front. I think the Michigan offensive line were pissed that they weren't the Joe Moore winners, you know, for the three, <laughs> right. third year in a row. They're like, okay, y'all think Washington's O-line's good? Watch this. And uh, they went out and showed what they were all about and just a uh, a fantastic performance, really. And, and I, I mean, the game was never in, you know, it, it was never in question in my mind. You just saw the dominance uh, from the first from the first quarter on and. 
ultimately, that's what he had to do. All right, Jeff. So you said he's going to the NFL. We got the Raiders job, the Panthers job, Falcons job, Bears job, Commanders job. Which is the best job for Jim Harbaugh? I think Chargers is actually the best job. Chargers? Yeah, I would yeah. say the Chargers. I, I like the Raiders as well. I'll tell you a sneaky one for me that I thought about yesterday is Atlanta. Um, yeah, he's got a lot. Now, they don't have the quarterback there. It's kind of similar to the Raiders gig. It's like, who are you going to bring in? Who's going to be your guy? Um, but but Harbaugh has never seemed to find or have a problem developing QBs and and um, but man organizationally for whatever reason the guy you know I, th- I think in San Francisco they they had eight losing seasons before he got there they played for three conference titles and th- I mean like like the dude can coach whether you love him hate him whatever you think about him the dude can coach and he puts together great staffs and gets you know gets them turned around in a hurry. Um, and so I think I think all of those organizations will be after him in a big way and should be. Jeff, another polarizing figure that could potentially be in this coaching class is Bill Belichick. Yeah. Do you think it's the end of the road for him? And if so, where do you think his likely destination is? I think it is. I don't think it should be. I mean, I think if New England, you know, if if I'm if I'm Kraft, I'm probably going to say, hey, we're going to bring in personnel. We're going to bring in a general manager you'll now work with. But I would. I mean, you look at his defense, man. Like his defense played lights out this year again. Uh, offensively, they've been bad, and and really uh, for the last two years. And and part of that is his fault, right? By who he put in as an offensive coach last year. I know they brought O'Brien in this year, um, but listen, Atlanta. Chargers, like all of those teams, the Commanders are, are probably the you know probably on the top part of his list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he can coach football. I will say this: I, in all my time of being around coaches in the NFL, he coached me in the Pro Bowl maybe two years. I can't remember two or three, whatever, however many it was. He is the most knowledgeable coach about every position mm-hmm. in football I have ever been around. Like when I tell you, he could literally coach any position in football, he could do it. Like, he has knowledge, he has background, he has – I mean, the dude knows ball. Like, maybe he can't – doesn't know the draft as well as he should, whatever that is. <laughs> but let me tell you, as far as ball, the dude knows it. Jeff, I want to ask you about leadership in general because the Washington Commanders did something yesterday that's very interesting. They brought <laughs> in Bob Myers, who's a teammate of ours here at ESPN, yeah. to help in evaluating other positive leaders. In my head, I'm making this up, maybe I'm wrong – Jim Irsay did that with you. He said, something's off here. We need a positive, good leader, and he brings you in with no NFL coaching experience right. at that point. Does leadership apply regardless of where it is, and can Bob Myers help that Washington commander situation? Yeah, I, absolutely, I think so. And I, and I think the position of what you're trying to fill matters, right? So it's, hey, what are some of the characteristics we're looking for in this? Um, I, I said this before. I think I said it on the McAfee Show a few weeks ago. I don't believe that like head coaches – set culture, you know, like locker room culture per se, right? I think they set the the standard of how the building is going to be run, and I think they develop the locker room culture, right? Like they put the right guys in place. Like if you think about Bill Belichick, like Tom Brady – Develop that culture in the locker room, right? Peyton Manning developed our culture. Now, I'm not. This is not taking away from Bill Belichick or Tony Dungy. Like all those dudes deserve to be in the Hall of no, Fame. That gives them credit. Absolutely. Yeah. It is about development. Like you put the right dudes. The, the reason I think Antonio Pierce is a good fit 
for the Raiders. It's not because he is he's going to set this culture. He's gonna, no, but Max Crosby is going to do it for him. Josh Jacobs want to do it for him. Devontae Adams wants to do Preach. it for him, bro. Preach. Like he is he is allowing the dudes in the building to create a culture that when players come in, they adhere to that culture. Right? Tom Coughlin, same way, right? Like comes in like he has an idea of what, but if you keep your finger on that point all the time, I'm going to run this thing this way all the time, and the players don't buy in. It doesn't matter how good a coach you are. That's that's so. I do. I think leadership traits are what what they're really. And I think Myers can be a huge help. And Spielman, by the way, yeah. is is you know can they but that both would be those the guys. conventional one. Myers right. is the less conventional outside one. of yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Great but point. I mean, if you're a good executive, you can identify other good executives. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to see it right, and you're going to go, oh. Listen, when he gets in the building, it's going to take him 18 months to do whatever. And then here's you know here's the plan we're going to go about. So then you both then sit there and look at the commanders one day later and be like, oh, oh okay. Like, you think differently about them now. I think differently about them now. Yeah, just, that's just, what I'm the fa- just the fact that they're willing to go outside of the box and think this way right. and empower those people to lead the coaching search. Because Josh Harris, we've seen what he's done with the Philadelphia 76ers. We've seen what he's done with the New Jersey right. Devils. They tore it down with the Devils a few years ago and then they built it back up when they got the number one overall pick yeah. and now they're a playoff team so I mean he's clearly done it in other sports and I think a part of why he's been able to have success is because he's been able to identify people that know what the hell they're doing then he gets the hell out of the way exactly a part of having leadership and being in a leadership role in a, in a, in a, in a sports organization you're talking about being able to identify player leadership Coaching leadership and then letting those empowering those people to do those jobs, which is 100%. what Jeff was talking about with Tom Coughlin. Mm. Coughlin would always come in and said, "I am your mirror. I'm just going to tell you what I see, but it's up to you to decide what kind of team That's we're right. going to have." That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. If you if you don't have guys in there who are singing and and speaking the same language you are, like I used to tell people I, I give speeches all over the country at the companies. I used to tell them you can I can I can just listen to conversations when the when the owner talks, the GM talks, the head coach talks, and players. Talk. If it's not all in a line, you got no shot at winning the NFL. When they're all speaking the same language, we got to get this done, we got to get that done, and you're hearing it come from the quote bottom, which is the locker room, and going all the way up. I think it filters that way as opposed to the other. way. Way, and I think traits matter. And when guys can go into a building and set it up and get out of the way and realize they don't got to micromanage, they ain't got to be the answer to everything. There's a lot of really smart people in our building. Let's let them do what they can do really well. That's when success really flourishes. Jeff, I know this is crazy to ask this question because we're talking about playoff teams, but are any of the coaches in wildcard weekend coaching for their jobs? Oh yeah, I, th- I think uh, I mean I, I think Sirianni is probably Oof. the one that, and which is a shock, right? Because but you're hearing more noise. Um, I think if they had an awful loss, you know, to to, to Tampa, Tampa, I think that would be and again, which is not crazy because they've had two awful losses, right? And, and, and yeah, and, and here's the thing: this guy was in the Super Bowl eleven months ago. I, I think he should keep his job, but I think the pressure from the fans is what sometimes affects these kind of decisions. And people go, "Oh, well, you know, when he lost, when he lost Steichen, when he loses Gannon, you know, now all of a sudden, I think you got to give him time to do all these things, but." You and I both know in Philly, they ain't about waiting. They ain't no. about patience. Like they want this thing going. Uh, so I, I think that would be the one that I would say is probably the the one that. But I, I hope it doesn't happen. I think it would be silly to happen. But that's the one that you're hearing the most noise about. 
Everything you just said could also apply to the Dallas Cowboys. No one has more pressure on them to win. But if they have an early exit, if the Packers upset them, do you think Mike McCarthy could be on the hot seat? I do not. And here's why I would say that. It, because you're seeing a coach, like 12 wins in a row for three years, winning your division two out of the three years. I understand the playoff, you know, the the pressure of what it is. I don't. I think Jerry Jones, for all the craziness that he says – that dude is, I mean, he rode with Jason Garrett, you know, right, hovering in that 500 range for a long time. I don't think he just, because the only thing that I think would tilt that is if he felt like Dan Quinn or, you know, would would walk. You know what I mean? And then it's a or question. Or somebody else becomes available that, that's, that's not right. out there right now. Yeah, that, that all of a sudden something hits the, and he goes, man, this would be a, but other than that, I think, listen, I think McCarthy, whether you, you like the guy or dislike the guy, he has made a massive change in Dallas. And right now, other than Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy, there's not a hotter, quote, group from a hey, or play caller to a quarterback than those two guys. Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL analyst. You'll see him on Get Up coming up at 8 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Awesome job, as always. Coming up with us, he's a four-time MVP. He's a champion. His hands were once on his butt, but is he worth the hassle? We'll find out next. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike is presented by Progressive Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Congratulations to Michigan National Champs, Jim Harbaugh. It was needed. It was done. 15-0. 34-13 victory over Washington last night in the National Championship game. They were up 17-10 at the half. 17-3 early on with those two rushing touchdowns early. And Washington had their opportunities, but of course that holding call on a twenty when the game was twenty to thirteen and a big completion there brings it back. Obviously, Washington never got closer than that, and boom, thirty four thirteen, Michigan pulls away at the end. But one of the other stories, of course, that we've been discussing over the last few weeks is Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the New York Jets. Uh, the Jets have basically come out and said, "Oh well, everybody's back. General manager's back. I just spilled a million papers. General manager's back. Coach is back." Coordinators are back. You know, why wouldn't they be? I mean, look how great they were this year. Run it back. (laughs) And Rodgers, in his end-of-year press conference, well, gave a a little bit of a state of the Jets. Take a listen. 
If you want to be a winning organization, man, to put yourself in position to win championships and be competitive, everything that you do matters. And the bullshit that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building. So that'll be the focus uh, moving forward. Um, that's the focus of these conversations, I think. It's, it's important when you have an exit meetings to create an environment where there's no judgment. It's a free, free conversation. Guys should air out their differences. We know there'll be a percentage of that that's just bitch for no reason. That's part of it. But I think there's some, uh, some things that in every organization, and we did this for 18 years in Green Bay, the exit meetings are important to just get everything on the table that's happened, flush the bullshit that you need to move forward away from, and then refine your focus moving forward. Totally. I mean, you you got to understand and relate to where he's coming from. The B the B uh, stuff got to be out the out the door, right? Like you can't focus on the non football stuff. Reminder: he'll, he said he'll comment on Jimmy Kimmel today. Um, so, <laughs> oh, on on Pat McAfee, where he does a weekly hit that yeah. is constantly in the headlines. But and you also have to give his former employer credit. His former employer. <laughs> The Green Bay Packers, they deserve credit because Aaron Rodgers' advice, the guy who spent 18 years there, won a Super Bowl, four MVPs, he said the non-football stuff, let's say stuff, has to leave the building. They took his advice and traded him to the Jets. Yeah. And now they're in the playoffs. Mm. And now they have a franchise how, quarterback see, for the future you, for less money. You see how that works. Really. And we have the Jets' second-round pick this year by virtue of the Aaron Rodgers trade. Thank you very much. What did Britney say? All eyes on me in the, in the center of the ring, just like a circus, whatever Britney Spears said. That's right? exactly what she said. Great quote. Yeah, and that's what Great Rodgers song. is. Great song. He's in the center of the ring like a circus. He's the circus. I, I mean, just to quote ridiculous. another Britney Spears song, he's toxic. Oh. Like, like, wow. like, 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 that's where we're at with Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not like, sure they want him for one more time. Here's the thing. I don't know how the Jets as an organization. I don't know. And they're going to roll it back. They're going to hit him one more time next yeah. season. There you we stole, go. Look at it. Just keep it going, right? Sorry, just keep sorry, it going. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry Cece. Keep going. No, no. It's cool. But, I, but here's the thing. I don't understand why they're going to run this thing back next year and think the results are going to be any different. Like this dude keeps drama around him. It's been that way for the past three years. Why is it all of a sudden going to change? Why is it going to turn off now that you've given him carte blanche over the franchise? That, that is wild to me. This guy has so much control with the Jets, whether it comes down to the coaching staff, whether it comes down to personnel. Uh, he, like he, he, he must be the team president. Uh, he's sitting over the general manager. Think about it. He wanted Randall Cobb. He wanted Alan Lazard. He wanted Dalvin Cook. He wanted Bill Turner. He wanted all of these dudes, and he got them. Now, here's why I'll give him credit. He gave back $30 million. So, th- so that gives you a little bit of leeway, a little bit of goodwill with the franchise. But I don't know that it makes up for the lack of production that we've seen, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Like, you had the fewest amount of touchdowns of anybody in the NFL, including the Carolina Panthers, who had the worst record. The the Panthers had 23 touchdowns. The Jets had 22. That's how putrid the offense is. And you're going to justify bringing back Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, well, we were on our backup quarterback. Yeah, I know. How many other teams around the NFL were on their backup quarterback and showed better than the Jets? The Browns are on their fourth. The Browns called Joe Flacco, who used to be with the Jets, ironically, in November to come through. And Flacco is what? Four and two in his six starts? Uh, I I, I don't understand why the New York Jets think that staying the course with Aaron Rodgers and not having any contingency and not clawing back any modicum of control is in their best interest going into 2024. But I actually think he gave them an avenue 
inadvertently to get a little control back. Now, will they have the guts to do it? That's a completely different story. But by him coming out and saying that, the Jets, if they want to wrestle back control from Aaron Rodgers, can literally play his words back to him. They can say, you're right. We need to flush all of this BS out. All of this stuff in the headlines, all of this non-football stuff that's been surrounding us this season has not led to success. It has not translated to winning. And you, as the leader of this team, as the quarterback of this team, the most important commodity in all of team sports, you can't be making these comments publicly. You're right. We agree with you. You shouldn't be going on the biggest sports platform in the world every single week and making comments that are constantly going to be throwing logs on the drama fire. So if they really want to, they can hold up a mirror and play these words back to Aaron Rodgers and say, you're right. We hear you, but you're the problem. Have some self-awareness. You're the main contributor to all of this drama. And who do you think is going to do that exactly? I said if they right? w- if they want to wrestle back. Some, but who's they? You know who, who's they? It should be Robert Sala. It should be Rob Sala. No, but they're all, they're all depending on them, him to keep their jobs. Like if, if they get on the bad side of Aaron Rodgers, then they're done. Then they're done. Like, think about it. Aaron Rodgers is fine, right? His Hall of Fame career is cemented. We will look at the last couple of years and say he was a caricature of himself. But I I will say this. If you're Rob Sala, if you're Joe Douglas, you have hitched your wagon to Aaron Rodgers. And if eight doesn't save your job, then you're not going to have a job after this upcoming season. Would you want to be on his team? You're a free agent. No. Not now. Not now, no. Forget the – let's just talk about the off-field stuff. Like, you love Eli, Right. And what he's done for you and your teammates, et cetera, right? Is this a guy you want to go play for? People do. I I know, but, like, I look at the – to me, if you're a football player, non-quarterback, you're playing for the quarterback and you're playing for the coach because those are your two leaders, right? Yeah, leadership positions by nature. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a guy you're going to go run to play – like, is he okay? I'm I'm being – like, is he okay? Because some of this stuff is out of control right now. He's sitting there saying we have to get the BS out of the building. He can go on McAfee every week. He can talk about non-football stuff. But when you're making accusations like he made about real-life serious things, that horrific crimes that were committed, and just throwing stuff out there, I mean, what is happening But here? But here's the other part that, that's so glaring. The BS and, and why the team wasn't able to have success, it was stuff with his side of the ball. It was the offense. The defense was fine. The defense finished third in total defense, and they were top ten in takeaways. The defense is great. They got playmakers on all three levels. They got Quentin Williams. They got C.J. Mosley. They got Sauce Gardner and D.J. Reed. They have a really good defense, a championship-caliber defense. Their defense gave them a chance in every single game. It was the offense that let them down, and I'm sorry. I thought the presence of Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett was supposed to fix all of that. Remember all of the, hey, Aaron Rodgers being in the building is going to help Zach Wilson. It's going to help this offense. It's going to give them more confidence. Where did that all go? Like, it just disappeared. And yet, every single week, we keep hearing more and more nonsense from Aaron Rodgers as he comes on these huge platforms and talks about things that are uh, everything else other than winning football games. And you know what they need to do? Is they need to strike a nerve. They need to make it personal. They need to say, what is more important to you? Altering your legacy forever 
and making this about football, the fact that you could leave Green Bay, do it your way, and win with the New York Jets, a franchise that people say nobody can win there. You put on the laundry and all of a sudden you're tainted and things fall apart. If you're the guy that can turn it around here, this changes the way people perceive about you, uh, perceive you forever. But here's the thing. Well, that's Smalls, a problem. But here's the thing, though, Smalls, and, 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 I'm, and I'm glad that he talks because it makes our job so much easier. It does. Yeah, for the record, Aaron, yeah, keep I, talking. I'm glad that he talks because it makes our job so much easier. Really I mean, he's always going to give us something spicy. But, but, but he was hurt this year. What did it serve anybody over at Florham Park, One Jets Drive, for him to come on national television every single week and talk? It did not. How did it help anything that the Jets had going on? It didn't help at It all. only served Aaron Rodgers. It didn't serve the Jets. All of the nonsense, all of the stuff that he's talking about, it didn't do anything to help those guys in the green uniforms at MetLife Stadium. Not a damn thing. So when he starts talking about, we got to get the BS out of the building, yeah, you're talking about yourself. Yeah, so leave. Leave if you'd like to leave. You're, you're the one. Right. Leave. You're the one getting in the way of this program progressing. And everybody wants to keep holding on. Well, he won an MVP a couple of years ago. Maybe he can be some semblance of that. I, I just don't see it happening. Coming coming off of an Achilles, age 41 season. Yeah. Col- color me skeptical. Everything you said, Smalls, right, of what they should do, should be a moment that we take on our show. And we give credit to Brian Gutekunst, the general manager of the Green yes. Bay Packers. Because yes. he did he it. He had the guts to do something that everyone thought was the wrong move. I'm going to put a chip on this guy's shoulder. I'm going to draft another quarterback, not because I just want to put the chip on the shoulder because I think this guy's really good. And I'm going to draft a quarterback when I want one, not when I need one. And then when I need one, he's going to be available to me because I'm going to then trade the guy that I've had enough of and he's not winning me Super Bowls at the end of it. Brian Gutekunst is, has the guts that nobody with the Jets is going to have. And oh, by the way, the quarterback that I transitioned to is happened awesome. to be the best quarterback in football in the second half. Well, not in football, but in the NFC in the second half of the season. And we got to the playoffs because we won the winning in game at home against the division rival, the game that Aaron Rodgers couldn't win a year ago. And I don't, I think it, it's all combined because what you said is true, CeCe. The reason that the Jets, Joe Douglas going into what, year five, Robert Sala going into year four, no playoffs between the two of them, the reason they don't have the guts is because he's their employer. So you're not going to do anything to ruin your relationship with your employer because when you, in NFL world, by NFL standards, they don't deserve to continue to have their job, right? That may be a problem, big picture with the NFL, but when guys are getting fired after two and three years, they're getting their fourth and fifth year with zero playoff appearances. Why? Because Rodgers is their employer. Why is Rodgers their employer? Because they don't talk back to him. That's it. And it didn't work this year, so maybe they should try a different approach. Coming up. (laughs) Sounds like the three of us are over... Aaron Rodgers. We'll find out what Pat Costello, our producer, is over. Coming up next, we are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike. Hello, I'm Michelle Smolman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Pat Costello, our producer, is over at Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. For motorcycles, boats, and RVs, for protection on the road and water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Michigan, your national champs in college football. Do we think that Pat is going to be over Michigan? We will find out coming up right now with I'm Over It, Pat. Yeah, no, I'm not over Michigan, but uh, I do want to hear from our friend from Michigan, Javante. <laughs> Time for the most exciting Michigan band in the entire college football to tell you what he saw last night. It's Javante's Michigan second. So, Javante, what happened? <laughs> 15 0 national champions. <laughs> Are we sure? Javante actually saw it? He fell asleep during the game. This still happened. 15-0, national champs. All right, Javante, congratulations to you. I spent all the sponsorship money on that. Do you realize that the Michigan Wolverines football team this year has five times the amount of wins the Pistons have? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Right? Wow. The Pistons have three wins so far this season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Michigan had 15. Yeah, and wow. that's and that's crazy because the Pistons will have played five times as many games as that's Michigan. Right. That's at wild. The the their losses are more than double Michigan's wins. Javante, your thoughts? <laughs> I don't care about the Pistons anymore. They've beaten the fandom please, out of them. Please, he's a champion. He doesn't have to worry about That's the Pistons. A great point. That's he's a, great a champion point. this morning. And the Lions are in the playoffs, too. That's How right. About that? Yeah, the Pistons are going to go 3 and 79. Like, it's over. 3 Tough and luck. 79. Tough luck. Tough, Tough luck. luck. It's over. All right, Pat, what do you got for us today? Uh, so it snowed here recently. People who don't clean the snow off of the roof of their car for like days, what are you doing? I mean, it's just completely unacceptable. You're completely selfish. You're now putting me at risk because you got a sheet of ice on top of your car that could slide off and hit my car at any time, causing me to have an accident. Clean it up. Is that that big of a deal? It is a big deal. It really? is a big absolutely. deal. Absolutely. Have you ever been hit with a sheet of ice from someone else's car? Apparently not, Pat. It's he hasn't, he hasn't oh. had to deal with that. It's dangerous. dangerous as hell. I got stuck on my hill the other day, and I, that's enough for me. I hate the snow. Javante, that's a humble brag, by the oh, way. You got the, got the big house on the hill. That's right. You got the big house on the hill in the New York City suburbs. That's right. And yet he doesn't have four-wheel drive. Right? How about I that? Because I got my car in Florida when I lived in Florida, and it was fine, and it still is fine, and I don't want to buy a new car. Why is that bad? Is it still fine? You yeah, can't well, get up your hill. Well, I, don't, I don't know how many convertibles come with, with I don't have drive. a convertible. <laughs> I have a very the modest car. car. You got in Florida. Very modest car. Just saying. You want to talk cars there over at CC? Anyway, let's go. My car doesn't have four-wheel drive either. Very modest car? Modest, <laughs> modest. Mean. That's a no. <laughs> modest Yahoo's car. All right, uh, Pat, what's the next what? one? <laughs> A rapper, reggae. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. He's wonderful. Anyway, Pat, go ahead. Having to cancel a membership in person. This came up the other day. Not the other day, but a little bit ago for me. 
Uh, what year are we in? Is it not 2024? Like having to go to a place just to cancel a membership? It was a gym. I non- knew it. Non-specific I was say, it's gym. It's a gym. It's always a gym. It was a, yeah, non-specific That's generic gym brand gym where I, I had to go in and actually cancel the membership in person. I couldn't call on the phone. I had to drive 20 minutes out of the way just to cancel a membership. That took eight seconds. I just had to say to the person, please cancel this. And they did. And then I just drove home. I was like, this is insane. What? Like, just cancel it on the phone. But Pat, Pat, I have another question to follow up with. Were Were you paying with a credit card or a debit card? Yeah, could you could you could you not just stop? Could you not just stop payment with the card? No, you you, it wouldn't let you. You had to go in person. Yeah, you could not. You could not take the card off on their app and such. I've had to do that again. I'm just saying with your with with whoever your your credit card company is or whoever your debit card is through, you can't cancel it through them. Like you can't stop payment to that gym through them. No, I think I think I it's on the gym side because they're the one that's activating the charges every month. You have to physically go there, and it is a pain. But that's, again, smart business because you don't want – if you're in a subscription-based business, you don't want to make it easy for someone to cancel. You want them to have to put the effort into cancel. Right, but guess that's a racket, though. That's like, it's, and it's, guess what I'm not going to do? If I want to start up a gym membership again, go back to that gym. Nope. Okay. Right. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Cancel the card. <laughs> Cancel the card and issue me a different card. That way the card is invalid. Done. I just, Easy button. I mean, I could just go cancel the membership that seems even more no it's not they send you a new they send you a new card in a day what are you talking about yeah hard. but then on all of your things you have to re-put in your credit card number on all your auto pay stuff that's annoying yeah that's a terrible solution to that problem uh, well, I think you can actually go online if you do online banking and stop payment to whatever vendor online. I don't think you have to actually go in person if you don't want to. You know what? He's not here today and hope everything's okay, but maybe just charge it to Nuno, Pat, moving forward. Just get Nuno's credit idea. card and just charge everything to Nuno. Next one, Pat. There's a crazy revisionist history happening with the Golden State Warriors right now, especially on so- social media, where people act are acting like this wasn't one of the best runs in the history of the NBA, and they didn't beat the arguably the greatest player in the history of the NBA consistently for years. But now that they're kind of whimpering on their way out, like all of a sudden the Warriors were never actually that good. And it, the revisionist history happening right now is crazy to me. I haven't seen the revisionist history, but I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's ridiculous. I also think what should be looked at is that that extra title a couple of years ago, getting that extra title is truly remarkable. I'm also going to say, and, I, and I'm going to echo what Brian Winhorst said on NBA Today, weekdays 3 p.m. Eastern, on ESPN, a couple of days ago. I'd rather be one day late to the Warriors than one day early. I'm not giving up yet. Oh, they're done. I'm not giving up they're yet. They're done. They're still done. Still not giving up. Okay, you can still not give up, but they're done. It's we over with. We said that a they're couple not, of years ago, they won another one. No, I never said that. Not a couple of years ago, but they're done now. With the Clay Thompson injuries, with the nonsense going on around Draymond, the APB we got out on Andrew Wiggins, like this is done. They're not winning another championship as constituted. I'm not saying that Steph is not winning another championship. I'm saying the Golden State Warriors, as constituted, what we know from this dynasty in the 2010s, they're not winning another title. Evan hanging on to the remnants of a dynasty seems pretty on brand. Yeah, uh, no question about it. But I'm just curious though. I, in, in the last 30 years in the NBA, what are the dynasties that we've seen? The Lakers dynasty, right? I mean, Spurs. the Spurs are dynasty Spurs, three yeah. and five. Uh-huh. That's the dynasty. The Warriors. Well, Spurs won five and fifteen. Spurs were definitely a dynasty. Yeah. People have said because they didn't win back to back, they weren't. I think that's crazy. The Warriors. definitely No, they won were. three and five. I mean, yeah, that's Le- close enough. LeBron himself was a dynasty. 
He went to what eight, eight or nine straight finals. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I mean, he won the two championships with Miami. They won it for him. Okay, and then he's got the one with the with the Cavs. Yeah, and then he's got and the, the Lakers and the Lakers. And yeah, the, yeah the, I know. But I, I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm just I, talking about the Warriors. Definitively, were a dynasty. Anyone who thinks otherwise is just playing out what's going on now and not respecting the past. They are definitively a dynasty. Could we see a dynasty develop in Ann Arbor? Well, they may need their head coach to be there to actually get that done. Michigan, your national champs. What's next for the Wolverines? And is that title tainted? We'll find out next on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.